Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode is brought to you by City Index. You shouldn't have to pay a premium for the most exciting market opportunities. Start trading the biggest companies for less with City Index's commission-free U.S. share CFDs. Go long or short with $0 commission on Apple, Amazon and our full range of US markets both in and out of hours. Visit cityindex.com to try a risk-free demo account today. City Index, invested in your success. All trading involves risk. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 9th of the 9th, 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and markets. I'm Nadine Blaney here with, with who, who am I here with today? It better be me, <laughs> Andrew. Hey, I'm pretty well. Yeah, look, um, it's been an interesting day, hasn't it? I sort of woke up first thing this morning and, mm. of course, completely distracted by the events out of the UK with the death of the Queen, which... Um, I think it's rattled people, hasn't it, really? Because, I mean, she was the one constant in life, depending on how long you've been alive for. But, you know, the fact that she ruled for 70 years. Dedicated her life to society, really. Um, A stalwart, a beacon of strength, a beacon of light to many. And, um, yeah, she's, she's died. So we now have a king. It's interesting, some of the reaction that we've seen. Uh, we did see a reaction in the pound sterling. We had uh, traders on Wall Street taking a minute of silence. And, uh, you know, we've seen a little bit of the flow on effect, you know, tears and tributes from all around the world. And then you get to the matter of business. You know, the RBA had to put out a statement today, obviously, sending their condolences, but mm. reminding people that you can still use the $5 banknote. Queen's on everything. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take long to speculate as to uh, what the uh, what the face on the currency is going to look like. but. Um, yeah, look, life life does go on, but uh, nonetheless, it's still um, sobering, particularly, I guess, for the UK, given they're entering a really dark time, and this just adds to the uncertainty, given where the economy is going right now, uh, with dire uh, forecasts for inflation and how the central banks obviously trying to fight that. Yeah, I think this will do damage to the psyche of the British people. You know, if you want to bring it back to economics, com- what happens to confidence? You know, there's, well, there's a lot of change. I mean, yes, we know. Prince- well, a lot of change. Let's not forget they've got also got a new prime minister. Another list, exactly. too, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot going on there in the UK. So, uh, look, front of mind for us here today. Um, but, look, if we put that aside, Andrew, it was a pretty good day for the local market, uh, all things considered. At least we've seen positivity throughout the day. Adding to yesterday's gains, I mean, that was a pretty punchy 1.8% gain that we saw come through on Thursday. Yeah, in fact, I was just uh, looking at the heat map and the material sector is glowing green, uh, BHP up around 3%, Fortescue out of the blocks there, uh, more than 5.5%. And my goodness, those lithium miners, yeah, apart yeah. from one or two, Liontown is down significantly, but to the others, 
Pilbara's still going gangbusters. It's been a great week for the lithium miners. We had a couple of brokers coming out, pretty positive on some of those names. Um, if you want to go to the show notes, you can listen to Carl Capulinga's Macro Micro Crypto for today. And he talks about the lithium space and one lithium miner in particular. So I'm not going to go too far into it, but you can listen to that if you would like. Gold stocks, though, did well today. Andrew, you know, we saw the big four banks doing pretty well today, although the index, you know, the financial sub-index is on track for its fourth consecutive weekly loss. Um, I guess the weak point was energy, if I look down. Yeah, it was primarily energy that weighed on this market overall. Well, in fact, uh, but Woodside is uh, also gold, oh. uh, coal stocks are doing very well. Yeah, my well. apologies. I, I was looking at the wrong part of my screen, believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not, there's been a lot on track, today. Isn't it? Um, but I, yeah. should, I should also note, sorry, back to materials, mineral resources. Uh, goodness, that was up around 11% at one point. Um, that's off a bit of a rumor. Well, not a rumor, but it's mm. sort of, it said, no, we're not going to spin out our lithium producer, which the market took as that it probably will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess if there's smoke, perhaps there's fire, but we'll have to wait for that one according to uh, to mineral resources. Now, also, I guess that's one of the big themes of this week. Um, you know, M and A. We saw a private equity bid for Tyro. Of course, that's been rebuffed, but the analysts saying there is likely to be more where that came from. Uh, because we've seen so much uh, pain in that tech space, and and look, there is value there for for some. So Nuix as well today, saying that it has not received a takeover bid after some speculation that it had. It said that there has been nothing put forward. But again, you wonder if um, yeah, if where there's smoke, there's fire. I just think it's indicative of the part of the cycle that we're in. Yeah, very much so, I think. And further to that, um, Ramsey Healthcare, it, uh, it's, it's killed its joint venture uh, in Asia with mm -hmm. IAH uh, Healthcare. Um, that, of course, we're still waiting to see whether KKR is going to come back with a bid for the company in its entirety. Uh, a lot of speculation that it will. But, in fact, that was our stock of the day on the call uh, with Adam Dawes from Shoreham Partners and, um, and Mark uh, from uh, Macro. And Mark Gardner. Mark Gardner. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a listen to what they had to say about Ramsey. So, yeah, I'd be comfortable to hold on to Ramsey. I don't think it's a buy. I think they've got to get through some of this stuff and get KKR out of the way or, or at least clear it up so that uh, shareholders can get a clear direction on what's going to happen. We're still sort of looking at a little bit of safety. So, you know, and this one this one has it for us and it's a high-quality business as well. So, um, so yeah, we're, we're, a, we're a buy here at 70. All right. right so oh. <laughs> there you have it. It's... Uh, Mark Gardner and uh, Dorsey on Ramsey Healthcare. Just keep an eye on that one. And particularly, as I said, as far as that, uh, perhaps KKR coming back with another bid. You would think that we've been drinking already. We're not. We're just about to uh, to get the, the last the call on the road. But yeah, and a big week because if you think about the macro front, not only are we still digesting commentary from our own central bank yesterday, Philip Lowe, but we had Jerome Powell through the overnight strongly committed to fighting inflation hopeful that it could be done without very high social costs, but clearly not making any promises there. Actually, further to that, we had Charles Evans yeah. too come out and he actually put a number on it saying he wants to see the terminal rate at between three and a half and four percent. 
There you go. Um, we are getting a lot of this Fed speak before the blackout begins mm. ahead of that FOMC meeting, really driving home to markets what they intend to do to really see the whites of the eyes. And of, of course, um, we are sort of debate as to whether they're going to go 75, but there's one central bank that did overnight, uh, unprecedented, in fact, from the European Central Bank, lifting uh, when its key rates from zero, in fact, to three quarters of a percent. Uh, and Christian Lagarde warning, essentially, that there's much more to come. Much more to come. Uh, look, and when you think about the energy complex there, I mean, the EU is meeting on Friday to uh, try to do something to ease the pain for consumers of this energy shock. I mean, Britain has done so as well, just bringing it back there for a moment. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a real conundrum. And then you continue to get... Uh, you know, rhetoric coming from Russia in regards to the war in Ukraine. All of it is creating a lot of volatility. And that was one of the, the things that you, I really enjoyed that conversation that you had with Dave Sakara from Morningstar this morning. He's preparing for a very volatile world, but he's also saying that there is value emerging in the United States, particularly when it comes to quality companies that have a wide economic moat and he's saying, use this as an opportunity to trade up in your quality, in your portfolio. So that's one you can listen to via the show notes as well. I'm impressed. You obviously listen to that, Nadine. Andrew, I listen to everything you do. <laughs> Enthralled um, by it, in fact. Yeah, it is worth having a listen to, though, because he really spells out where the investment opportunities are, given everything is so volatile. It's obviously really difficult to pick. So um, some wise words there from uh, Dave Sakara from Morningstar. So it was very quiet, though, on the economic front here locally. I don't know. I, I mean, I think part and parcel, there's nothing on this, nothing on the agenda. But um, also, you know, it, I think the death of the Queen has sort of cast a pole. And, you know, it just feels a bit quiet, doesn't it? Um, next week, though, we get a bit more coming through. We get now business survey. That's going to be an interesting one because why? We want to hear about skills. We want to hear about inflation. Also, then on Thursday, we get the jobs report for mm. August at a 48-year low. Yeah, and the RBA, uh, too, on its uh, quarterly economic trends report. And overseas, importantly, we get um, U.S. producer prices as well as the CPI. So mm -hmm. uh, That's a big one. Yeah, a good read as to what's going on with inflation in the States next week. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Andrew, we do have to go. We've got a date on the last call. Hey, listen, everybody out there who has watched ausbiz.com today through this week or listened to the podcast, we thank you. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. We'd love it if you would tell your friends about us. But um, yeah, we look forward to seeing you on Monday. We'll do it all again. In the meantime, enjoy your break. <laughs> <laughs>